Kia ora and welcome back to our podcast, Happenings Happen, with MJ and Hui. Uh, this week we thought that we would explore more about one of our um, one of our hosts. We thought we'd explore more about Hui and a bit about her past and her schooling and all of that so that you can get to know her and learn more about this amazing person that's sitting oh, in front of me. Cheers. <laughs> you excited, Hui? You ready? How's here? Let's go. <laughs> okay, so our first question that we have is where were you born? I was born in Hamilton, Waikato on the oh. 22nd of November, 1996. 1996, so that makes you 10, 24 this year. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. 24. Good math, good math. Thanks. I've been getting really good at math ever, being a, ever since being a primary teacher. Hey, hey, now this is about me. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, you, so you were born in... Waikato. Why were you born in Waikato? We were, my parents lived in Cambridge at the time mm. and travelled, that was the nearest hospital. They lived in Cambridge, oh yeah. Yeah. So my, you just weren't living in Taranaki at that time? Oh. No, we had, yeah, I don't even think the thought had ever even come to them that we would ever live in Taranaki. <laughs> oh, because oh. your mum's from the Waikato, eh? Yeah, and dad too. They're both from oh. Cambridge. Oh, <laughs> they so went to like the same schools, but never like at the same time. Oh. Yeah, it was weird. They never crossed paths until like later in life, but that they had the opportunities to. <gasps> oh, that is weird. I could have came across earlier. <laughs> <laughs> My mum was twenty nine when she had me. Oh, so not old, old, but a bit older. Yeah. Oh, but... she was twenty. Must have been twenty five. 24, 25 when mum and dad got married. Mm-hmm. And how twenty four and how old were they when they or how old was your mum when you had Tidin, when she had Tidina? Sixteen, I think. Oh, so she was really young. Yeah. That was Not yeah. quite young. Yeah. Sixteen. And then she met my dad at like twenty four. They weren't together long before <laughs> they got pregnant and then found out they got pregnant and then got married. So they got married before Charlie was born, your older sister? Yeah, mum was like eight months pregnant with her. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So the only bastard is me, you know? <laughs> 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 Yep, exactly. I can, I can believe that out of you. Keep it in. Um, Oh, that's really... I didn't actually know that. I didn't know that your parents knew each other for so long before they... Oh, they never really knew each other, knew each other. They just had lots of mutual friends. Mm. Like, all dad's best friends mm-hmm. are mum's cousins. <laughs> cousins, even. Not <laughs> yeah. even just friends. Yeah. No, they all grew up together, so it's, it was a small place back in the day. Yeah, I bet. And, oh, because your dad's... Uh, fuck up up a party high. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah. they might not have been running in the same... Dad was the mouldiest white boy around. <laughs> I can see <laughs> he that. Had, he's had dreads since he was, like, 11. 11? Yeah, he had them real early. Like, so you've never seen him without dreads? There's one time he had to shave them off because he caught kudos from me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what he did? He, like, got the... Chopped off the dreads. Uh-huh. And tied them to a beanie. No, <laughs> he sewed them onto a beanie. It. We still have it. Oh, <laughs> he ran, Kay. <laughs> yeah, 
Does it smell? Was it yellow? Nah, or? they were clean. But it's just like, you oh. know those pretend rustic hats you get from <laughs> the Chinese shop? Not we got an OG one. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty iconic. What gave him that thought? He was like, I can't let go of these. Yeah, he, that, and he was just like, dad jokes. He's just got all the dad jokes. That's the funniest. That's so amazing. That was, I think it was a costume for Halloween a couple of times. <laughs> you should wear it for this Halloween. No way. No way. I've never Actually, put they might, have, they might still have cutties in them. So. No, they're long gone. Long, long gone. <laughs> all right. So that actually leads on to our next question, which was who is like, like all your siblings and your parents, like who are they? Like what are their names and everything? My mum's name is Katrina. Brown, Nee Thocklitch, mm-hmm. Dad Brian Brown, both from Cambridge. Uh, Mum is also strongly ties back to Tupuki, um, Bear Pliny, and Dad ties back to Tabanaki. He was, if I remember correctly, might have been born here in Tabanaki, or some of his siblings were. Mm-hmm. In not Wakura, around those ways though. Oh, Flash, Wakura. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and my grandparents, um, Dad's parents, Joyce Brewer, Brown now, <laughs> and Ellen, Ellen Brown, who was an electrician. Nana was a stay-at-home mum most of her life. And um, then worked at a retirement for the later parts mm. of her life. Now they've retired comfortably in Cambridge, <laughs> of all places. It's a nice place to retire. Yeah, they got lots of friends their own age there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do. Um, and my mum's parents were Philip Thocklitch and Lorraine Terry. And I think my papa, he lived, uh, they, he worked mainly on the railways. Oh, yeah. Like, on working the trains and cargo and stuff. That's cool. And I'm not too sure what Nana did. Probably just the stay-at-home yeah. mum, because she had, like, eight, eight kids. <laughs> I think maybe nine. I don't have eight of anything. She, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> not even friends. Yeah. Wait, do you have eight siblings? No, I've got six. Wait, maybe five, including me. There's a fair few. Nana had, there's Auntie Jeanette, then there's my mum, then there's, I think Uncle Charlie came next, then she had triplets. Oh, And then my Auntie Linda, so I'm pretty sure that's all. And then your mum, so would that make eight? No, there's only seven, sorry. There's still a few though. There's heaps, what the? And to have triplets. like yeah. At the end of it too. Yeah, like... you already got all those kids. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'll just have one more. Three. Um, and my sisters are Charlie. She's one, the one older than me. She's 27. Or turning 27. I don't even know. And Tarina is also, I don't know, she's 30 something. <laughs> 35. Coming up, I think. Oh, that's a big age. Mm-hmm. Big birthday. When's your birthday? 
June. June? <laughs> so it's not even coming up. It's already it been July. <laughs> it starts with a J. So June or July. <laughs> not January. Or January. No. <laughs> not January. June not or July. Um, <laughs> and then also about me, I have like other siblings who I like grew up with. Mm. They're like my bestest, best friends to the point where we're more siblings than we are friends now. Mm-hmm. And it's Annika, Michelle, and Jada. And everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's our next question? Um, oh, okay. So our next question. So you were born in the Waikato. But the next question is asking when you went to Kohang. You went to Kohang and Taranaki, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, so I, we moved to Taranaki when I was two and a half, three. Mm-hmm. Um, my nana, nana Lorraine, mum's mum, she got sick. So mum came down here to be with her and dad followed not long after. And... We were living in Kapunga when we first got here. And Kapunga, South Taranaki. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to Naru Henirangi and my cousins were here too. And they came. I think Auntie Annie was dad's sister was working there. And she's got five kids. And they were all at that same Kohanga. So what was the do you know what the how like what the process was from moving from the Waikato back down to Taranaki or down to Taranaki? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was your family just decided to make that change, eh? Yeah, mum gave dad the ultimatum that um, follow me, else don't follow me. I don't care, but I'm taking the kids. <laughs> and oh, he made the correct decision <laughs> and followed her down here. Because <laughs> your mum and dad are like... They're so in love and it's so oh, cute. I know, right? <laughs> They're goals. They really are. That's why my standards are so high. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> their relationship is so cute. They've been through it all and they've survived it all. So I'm just like... Yeah, her nah. dad's only got one leg. <laughs> <laughs> they came in towards the end of his... Recent. That was quite recent in mm. terms of what they've had to go through. Mum's also got two fake hips. So. Two fake hips? Yeah. She said two hip replacements. Yeah. Her hips do lie because they ain't hips. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you went to, what was the name of the Narohenerangi. Narohenerangi. And then primary school. Oh, no, I went from Narohenerangi, Kohangareo. Mm-hmm. Which is also the local hapu. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to Altham Kindi. Mm-hmm. We moved to Altham when I was four. And... Or three? Nah, four I think. Because they were sick of me getting kutus. Kutus, head lies. of the day. <laughs> Kupu ho. Kutus. <laughs> nuts, nuts, nuts. Who's got nuts? <laughs> Who we? So she had to move. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, so then, you've had two stories now in this one podcast of how you had kutus. It's sort of the same story. <laughs> the kutus are the reason we moved. Went to Altham Kindergarten for about a year. That was fun. That was really fun. I've got 
very fond memories from kindy. Time of my life. <laughs> and then Alton Primary was... And you stayed there the whole... Went from... I think I was there for two years. And then mum, who was a meat inspector, is still a meat inspector. She got a job in the Waikato, so we moved to Patadaru. Oh. And I went to school in Patadaru for about a year and a half to two years. Um... Started there at Oraka Heights in like year three, I think. Year three, so that's like seven, eight. Seven, must have been seven. Maybe even six, I started there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that school got closed down and they merged all the schools in Patadaru into one. And went to Patadaru Primary when that first started. And then mum didn't like it up there and she got her job back in Altham so we moved to Altham back home to Altham and I did the rest of my primary school there and then yeah yeah you did so you did m- most of your primary school at Altham primary yeah. just like a couple years two years yeah. two years two years yeah um so while you were at <clears throat> Altham what were some of your favorite like events that happened during the school year favorite events um any trips that like we got to leave school grounds (laughs) which we never really went far we went to like the zoo and the beaches oh the rock pools that was always a fun trip where the rock pools in new plymouth yeah we never really went further than new plymouth from a primary um and the bus trips were always so fun we just sung songs and Maori songs or English songs? English songs. Those songs we were talking about today. Like, oh. um, fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> What's and the Kiwi Kids? A rockin' it, rockin' it. <laughs> Kiwi Kids are tops. Hey. <laughs> I know the actions too. And I don't know any of those songs. <laughs> um, what my other... Swimming sports was always fun. Did you have house groups? Yeah, I was in a Dangitaan near the greenhouse. Hey, I was in the greenhouse, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Rangitane was green, Tiarua was yellow, Tainui red, and Ngapuhi blue. Ngapuhi? It's funny that they named all the houses like Māori names. The school was so white. <laughs> there was like. I can tell. There was like they the, chose only... the randomest tribes. Yes. Why, why would you like, choose Ngapuhi? Not even local all... ones. Yeah. <laughs> you got Ngapuhi, Tainui, Tainui. Yeah, I didn't even know where Rangitane I still don't know where that ties. Is it South Island? Rangitani, Kindle's are like, Kindle is Rangitani, I'm oh, not yeah. sure. But yeah. What did you do at Seaswood? Did you do the um, pajama race? Wait, uh, sorry, swimming sports, not sea sports. Yeah, oh, Islander. sorry. <laughs> swimming sports. In the pool. In the pool, <laughs> not in the ocean. Did you do the um, pajama race? No, we did jump jam. In this little pool, that was like the junior thing. You did jump jam. The bigger kids did widths and lengths and freestyle and stuff. But like every school event, we had the golden gumboot, which was literally <laughs> just a red band spray painted gold and nailed to a piece of board. And then they like it's still a trophy that still goes on today. And that was student versus parents competition. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was always fun. And I, I think I got to enter it in year eight. 
got to be part of the relay team. Oh, relay. Yeah, relay. So, like, swimming sports was freestyle relay, and athletics was just, like, running relay. They incorporated it into everything they could. It was fun. It was so cool. Really the fun. teachers always cheated. <laughs> but cheated? Cheated. Always. How they cheat just run on the bottom of the pool? Um they'll drag kids back. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't always teachers, it was parents too. So if a parent was racing against their own kid, they'd oh. be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It was it was good fun. Is there um, a sportsmanship award? <laughs> <laughs> I think I came second in the swimming sports, and that's probably why I liked it, because I didn't lose. Cross country, I hated cross country, because I never won. <laughs> I sucked at running. Yeah, that's what, well, that's one of the other questions. What were your least favorite? Yeah, definitely cross country. Preach. <laughs> um, the school production, because I didn't like performing in front of people. I I told my mum I was sick, so I couldn't do it, and I let the whole class down, but... I didn't even really care. I didn't do it. So. Were you like a main character? Um, I don't even remember. My teacher was South African. That production that I called in sick. Um, and or some. I think she was from Zimbabwe, and she we did like a warrior dance, like, mm-hmm. and they had like we made shields and wow. like spears and stuff. You little kakabam. That would have been so cool. <laughs> um. And then the other school production, because they only did it every four years, so I only got to go to a couple. Or one, actually, because I couldn't sing the first time. Um, And that one was, like, based around music, but making music from things that weren't instruments. So, like, it was, like, a trend, and they had, like, basketball things, and there was videos going viral at the time. It's viral as videos went back then. Um, And... The year of 2009, maybe. No, 2008, I think it was. Um, and we had to use brooms. And we, like, swish, swish, swish. Oh, dude. Brush, brush. Is that, like, a musical? I remember doing that in high school yeah, with brooms. Yeah, but, like, ours was just based around the noise. There was no common theme. It mm. was, wasn't very well executed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the boys had, like basketballs but it was like when shuffling was a thing so they all mm-hmm. came out in their white socks and started shuffling in a circle while people were bouncing basketballs oh but it was it was That's like iconic. i said not very well executed <laughs> it was funny though and then we need to find a recording of that <laughs> and we need to watch it react to it. this one that would have been hilarious and i know like some of my mates they misbehaved on purpose so they got to just be on the soundboard, not have to perform. And I'm like, that's a privilege. <laughs> I don't want to be performing. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't fun. That's a, <laughs> that's a privilege. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, so yeah, that's through primary school. What about high school? When did, where did you go to high school? I went to high school at Stratford High for all of my years mm-hmm. which was the closest high school to Altham mm. and had to catch the bus every day how long was the bus ride 15 minutes oh, not, okay, so not, <laughs> not very long and that's like including pickups and drop offs so <coughs> yeah high school was fun I why did you school. choose why did you so why did you choose Stratford over like because you could have come to Harwater 
Um, there was no buses to Haura, Aww. and my parents, being shift workers, weren't able to drive me to school every day. And there's also Upanaki High School, but the closest bus for that you have to drive to Kapunga. Oh, and so then, it's just and that's like out. a 40-minute bus drive. So, And I didn't mind Heights, Stratford High. All my mates were there. And oh, actually, some went to St. Mary's, which is like the posh school in Stratford. But that was too expensive. So it wasn't yeah, because like there's like a private school there. Yeah. And Catholic or something. <laughs> yeah, some kind of... I think it is Catholic, yeah. I think so. Not too sure. Let's not go down that route yeah. in case we yeah. <laughs> spread some misinformation. <laughs> but yeah, St. Mary's and you went to Stratford. Mm-hmm. Um, what... I know that you went... I know that you had a lot of opportunities to travel overseas while you were at Stratford. Yeah. Uh, well, you want to talk about some of those trips that you got to go on? Um, so when you first get to high school, Stratford High School, you get to choose a language... You get to try both in year nine, like get a taste of both, and then year ten you have to choose one, and you either have to your only options are French or Maori. And I chose French partly because my sister did Maori, and I got compared to her enough as it was, <laughs> and didn't want to be compared more. Terrible, I know. And also because French, you got to go to New Caledonia on the school trip. So the like, Maori one, they take you down the path, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the end, my sister, doing only Maori, still got to go to New Caledonia. Oh. <laughs> but shit, they needed. They took a couple Maori representatives because just to mix it up. I think I don't really know that bit. But I got to go to New Caledonia through French and year eleven. How's New Caledonia? Beautiful. Yeah. It's, oh, I love New Caledonia. It's so cool. And I stayed with a host family there. And they... So everyone got a host family. But my family were the only, like, native um, Kanaki people. Everyone else was, like, the French sort of... Yeah, the colonizers. The col- yeah. yeah, the colonizers. Yeah, yeah, basically. But you got, like, the indigenous whanau. Yeah, I stayed with an indigenous whanau. And they lived in, like, a shed with no windows and concrete floors with no doors and it was just like aerated and it was so cool it was such an experience so it's like their everyday house and they don't they have a toilet a flushing toilet but their shower is cold and if you want a hot shower which is outside um they boil this big pot of water i say just shower in the river i wish i had gone and just showered in the river but Mm -hmm. i was too shy so they and i was so lucky they were so nice and they boiled the water for me and i was i know some i know some people in some houses they have they'd still do that here in new zealand (laughs) and then we on the weekend when i was staying with my host family they they went to like real indigenous like their homestead sort of thing Mm -hmm. where their grandparents lived and they went we went bat hunting like oh. went and found bats and they ate them. I just watched them eat them. They sort of like smoke it. Wow. Yeah. It was you didn't cool. try it. No. I was, I was too spakamadi. Yeah. I would now if getting the opportunity. I'd try it just to have saying I tried it. And we went um, berry picking and swimming and it was just so cool. 
It was it such an opportunity. Lovely. Yeah, it sounds lovely. The other kids who stayed with their host families went like to the cities and went shopping. Which sounds sort of fun, but yeah, like when you're for you as a Maori, Rome, yeah, and for you as a Maori person to go over there and experience yeah. their indigenous ways of doing things. I've experienced their indigenous ways probably more than I've experienced our own indigenous ways. <laughs> <laughs> They're really cool, and just like sip. When we slept like on the floor, because that's the coolest place, because it's so hot over there. It's just colder on the ground level than it is higher. Just and we just slept on like tablecloths, sort of thing. On like concrete. Oh, and they had like a fariki down. Cool. Yeah. Um, they tried like providing me like a bed and stuff. Tried accommodating me so so much. It was so cool. Hospitality. Yeah. yeah, hard. And they're like just as like hospitable as we would be like mm, what did you find it kind of almost familiar yeah like aroha yeah hard hard out that's so cool and then other opportunities in high school i oh i got to i don't know if this was before or after new caledonia i think it might have been before um we started a youth group me and my sister in altham called e-town and we got the opportunity through that to go to Malaysia. And with the church, the Anglican church that runs it, and the bishop of the... Ang- area. Yeah, of the local area. He's now the Archbishop of New Zealand. That's cool. Yeah, he's... What's really- his name? Robert. Robert. The um, Archbishop Robert. Oh, Philip. Terrible. Um, Sorry, I shouldn't have put you on the spot yeah. like that. <laughs> Phil. But we weren't allowed to just call him Phil in public. Hold on, let me look it up. You keep talking about mm. your trip to Malaysia. And his wife's name's Belinda. <laughs> you remember her name. Um, yeah, so we got to go to Malaysia and went to Kuala Lumpur and uh, Kuching. Yeah. I was, wait, Bishop, was Philip, Bishop Philip Richardson. What was the first thing I said? You said Richard, and then you said Bill, uh, Phil. Philip. Yeah, so I got it right. right yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so Archbishop Philip Richardson now, um, and Belinda, they're so lovely. They're awesome. And we did lots of fundraising to get over there. I uh, went to Kuching to meet the Archbishop of Southeast Asia, and we got to go to a dinner party at his house. What? Yeah, I, I stubbed my toe, and he got me a plaster and stuff. That was good. So cool. But we were into like all the big church services and it was amazing, like huge. I didn't, honestly, I didn't really know what I was doing, mm. but it was such a cool thing to experience. I wish I know, I wish I had this mind mm. at that age, so I would have appreciated it more so, but I was just in it for the trip, but still an experience of a lifetime. We went to, um, we we went on stay outs there and we went to a little town, little compared to the cities over there, but big compared to our towns, um, to a place called Sri Aman, S-R-I, Sri Aman. Aman, Sri Aman. Yeah. And that was like a little city town thing. And we went and met the church group there and they hosted us and we stayed in a motel 
and went to like the markets and got to explore like derelict buildings and like on the seaside, it was so cool. And then we all, uh, we got to go to this. So in Malaysia, they have like Farinoi, like we have Farinoi, but bigger and more open. And they're called a longhouse. And they, they're huge, like massive ass. And you, when you, you like you, when you walk into a Farinoi and you hurry do everyone, mm-hmm. you had to do that. But when you hurry do, you get given a shot of rice wine. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so there was me, my sister Charlie, who also got to come on the trip. We were so lucky, just like can't say how mm. grateful we are to have experienced this stuff um our friend lance he was in our group and the archbishop and one of the old fellas but so the archbishop like concerned for me i was only must have been 14 15 and he's like oh yeah like it's kind of disrespectful for to say no to the drinks so are you allowed <laughs> and i was like yeah i'm allowed to drink at home with mum's permission and stuff He's like, okay, cool. What, what, I've talked to them and we've organised that you only take like every second shot. <laughs> but there was still like a line of 10, maybe 20 people. And so I took about, I think... 10 shots. Yeah, well, he said, when you've had enough, just let them know politely that you've had enough and say, no, thank you. But like sort of... Yeah. Yeah, be, be courteous, courteous. And... So we were on our way and then I don't even know what the celebration was for. I think it was just because we were visiting mm. and then we had like a big karaoke party afterwards. <laughs> it was so fun. But yeah, so the rice wine was like maybe 80% alcohol. So, oh man, so yeah, like proper shots. It was shots. potent as. Man, and Charlie did them all. Yep. <laughs> you, should, you could tell too by the end of the night. Uh, we could tell we were all just... A little bit lit. Yeah, a lot bit lit. Karaoke were the oldies. It was so cool though. Yeah, that sounds so awesome. Um, I was just so privileged. I, I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> this is hard. No, but it's cool. Like, I'm sure that because people, people that are listening don't know you. Yeah, true. And like, while I'm listening, I didn't know like half of these stories. I'm not <laughs> um, and then another experience during high school. Um, so backstory so I was doing French all through high school year 12 or year 9 to year 12 and then I had to choose my options for year 13 and year 12 and French didn't fit into my schedule so I had to drop it so that was the plan to drop French but later oh in year 12 at the end of year 12 I had written an essay trying to get into this competition for a trip to France and I had to work on this essay over summer holidays and stuff and it was hectic like it wasn't easy and it had to be about a person from my family who had gone to war world war one specifically and I got the I entered my submitted my essay and stuff and I got the call that I didn't make it through and so I was like oh well I can't do fit French in anyway so I'll just drop it and then like a month into the year and they decided that they wanted a Māori representative Mm. and I was 
who they chose. So and the, the trip, they went to France. They were beginning only with 10 ambassadors, youth ambassadors. And then they added me, so they took 11. So I was wow. so lucky. Yeah. So lucky. <clears throat> and then I had to pick French back up. And I missed quite a bit in that month. And let's be honest, I didn't pay much attention all throughout <laughs> high school before then anyway. Scraped by. And it was a fun class, so I did it. And Miss Bullen was my favourite teacher. She was so cool. Madame Bullen. And then... <sighs> Sorry, if you can hear that dog that's um, barking, I hope that it's okay. <laughs> um, so I got the call up saying, you have been accepted, you got you get to go to France in like four months. Literally four months with ten people, ten strangers I'd never met before. Had to go to all these like, um, hui, what's a hui? Meeting? Yeah, me- meetings, group meetings and fundraisers and... All sorts. It was so fun. There was such a cool crowd too. So you got to go to France. Yeah, I got to go to France. That is so awesome. For the World War One Hundred, um, so that was what they called it—the One Hundred Year Anniversary of World War One. So, two thousand and fifteen. Fourteen. So. Yeah, so you got to go in 2014, 1918. So, yeah. So, you got to go in 2014. Mm hmm. That is so amazing. How lucky is that? How blessed you are. You must have been just. Like, what? But all of that must have just. Yeah. Must have been meant for you. Mm hmm. But going off of what you were saying about how French couldn't fit into your schedule, what were your. When you got to NCEA levels, what were your NCEA subjects that you were like, those are the ones for me? So for anyone that, if you don't know, NCEA is the system that we have to do once you get to the later years of high school where you have to attain a certain amount of credits, points, kind of, to be able to move on to the next year. And you can only do, like, how many did you do at your school? Five? I don't even remember, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must have been, well, we had five periods in the day. Oh, six. I think there were six subjects altogether. Um... One was a study period. So oh, five. <laughs> yeah, so five. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I was supposed to be doing tourism during that study period, but I made it a study period yeah. by not doing my tourism papers. And so you was doing tourism. What about year English. 11? Do year 11 first because I know that you have to do yeah. English, English, science, maths, yeah. maths compulsory. Um, I did... And you had... French? Health. French. I honestly don't even remember anything else. South and French. So what do you remember I did, from year I remember, twelve? I picked up geo in year thirteen. Oh yeah. Year eleven. Oh PE. That was also compulsory, I think. So that's your six. Was PE and half the same thing? <laughs> I don't even I think remember. PE and half did go under the NCEA. Um, social studies. I think I was still doing that in year 11. Was I? That's seven subjects, girl. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, but year 11, I think you did more. And then oh. you cut back in year 12. I did English, maths, French. Maybe. Did you do year 12 maths? Yeah, I like maths. That's fancy. I dropped maths the moment I could. <laughs> I should, if I could have, I would have dropped English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I have to do year 12 English and year 13. Oh, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I've got one more question for you, seeing as that yeah. well, subjects are kind of a bit of a blur yeah, at the moment. I can't even remember. <laughs> but, so this is a really funny thing, because I grew up in Auckland, not to talk about myself, but just a little backstory. I grew up in Auckland in the city, biggest city in New Zealand, and when I met Hui, we were talking one time, and she tells me that people at her high school used to like come to school on monday to talk about the freaking show country calendar <laughs> country <laughs> calendar is like this country show where like they interview like farmers and stuff and in my life it had only ever been watched by like old people yeah. but the kids because we we're all the children that i went to school with were farm kids majority and if they weren't farm kids they knew someone that lived on a farm basically and Country Calendar, I don't know, it was just the household program that was always on. My household watched it, and we're not even farmers. I think we're used to it, because you see everything on Country Calendar. <laughs> and you see people like, oh, that's Roddy Rao's cousin's uncle's brother. And so you'd watch it just because you knew who was on there. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, and, like, the theme song was well known between among my group of friends can you can you still do it today nah it doesn't ring a bell offhand <laughs> like if it was playing i'd bop along to it no <laughs> doubt. but nah i can't think of it offhand right now do you country that's that's song. that was just a little thing i wanted to say <laughs> that cracked me up when she told me about that yeah um, i still watch it to this day <laughs> you should check it out sometime. yeah bro. i live in taranaki now maybe i yeah. should i should start watching it it's a good show. But, yeah, thanks for answering all of our questions. Who we? I hope you learnt something new about me. I definitely did. That's cool. Yeah, that was all, that's what it's about, eh? Yeah. Learning about yeah. each other. Yeah, and if anyone's listening that wants to... I don't know how you can comment, but... Anybody. <laughs> Anybody out there. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening. To make sure you tune in next week when Hui is going to be interviewing moi. Is yeah. that French? More? Yeah. <laughs> I should have gone to France with you. <laughs> um, like I said, I didn't pay much attention. So <laughs> I can write better than I can speak it. Yeah, that's me with Māori too. Mm. Yeah, same. Yeah. guess we're just more... you got more time when you write mm, to actually yeah. think about. Yeah. And, and you got a dictionary right there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> we'll wrap this better. up. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed our podcast and tune in next week for our next episode on Happenings Happen. Happening Happen. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, that's us. Yeah, that's us. All right. See ya. Kakite.